Well, hello again. It's time with tea, and I am tea with a little tea in my cup. Guys, come on in. I got a great message for today. First of all, we're going to get our numbers out. You can reach us at 1-800-799-7233. That's for any domestic violence or any concerns. Um, you can call us also at the hotline, um, the 919-768-2486, for any questions and answers that you may have. Any ideas for episodes will be welcome. We also want to just give it out that um, we are in search of um, someone to interview that may have survived domestic violence and to give an insight because you know we talk a lot about the narcissist and we talk about today's man and today's woman and relationships we want to gear all subjects and topics about uh, relationships um, to include some of this domestic violence some of it's physical some of it's mental some of it's financial but at the end of the day it's abuse And sometimes people don't recognize that they're in abusive situations. They've adapted so well that they consider all the good things about their abuser. And they decide, well, you know, it's better to stay and know the devil here than the new devil I haven't met yet. So, yeah, it's a a compromise. It's a no-win situation. But we want to go ahead and start our topic today, which is a more spiritual one. And you know my term spiritual is really just that I believe in God and I know he speaks to us and I know that the things that are happening to us are biblical. We're not just battling flesh and blood. You're not mad at a person. You're mad at the spirit that dwells within them. And I said all that to say that I find myself being placed on assignments at times. And I know that I see this because I'm in tune with the Holy Spirit. I'm in tune with God's voice. And therefore, when these things happen, I hear it. But God is doing these things in other people's lives as well. He's not just walking around with me and, you know, talking to me. He's talking to everybody. But some people have eyes that don't see, ears that don't hear. And when I say that, I mean in reference to God. They don't hear God's word. They don't see the signs. They don't see the patterns or warnings or, you know, the little messages that God's sending because he's subtle. You know, he will jake you and and sometimes it will sit you down. But for the most part, he preferred to tap you on the shoulder and said, hey, I'm here. Because he wants you to choose him on your own accord. Now, what I'm talking about today is people that were blessed enough that God put someone special in your life to talk to you about him because God has been talking to you himself and you're not hearing it. You're not paying attention enough. You're not getting quiet and still enough to hear God's word or to see the signs of what he's trying to tell you. A lot of times when you go to a really difficult patch, you know, it's a way that God can approach you and say, look, I'm still here. Not that he caused these things to happen, but it's not far-fetched that the Holy Spirit will lead you into temptation as he did Christ. Remember when Christ fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, he was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness to be tested. So, you know, you're not 
going to be uh, sitting pretty in a label until you're tried and true, until you walk through the fire and come out with just a little dust and a little, you know, coal and a little black soot on you. But you survived. Because God, is his intent is that we go through something so that we can be chiseled, we can be shaped and formed in his image because Jesus himself died for our sins and he was blameless, but we're not. We're born into sin and we have a sinful nature. Whether we want to accept that or not, it's totally up to you and God to discuss, but we have a sinful nature that we must repent from and if you're not walking hand in hand with Christ, you will continue to sin as long as you're on this earth. Well, at the end of the day, I wanted to talk about these people who are blessed enough to have someone come in their life who is sent by God to give them a word, to show them a sign, to provide for them those things that they can't see in here. In the physical They're planning in their life to show them the way, the truth, and the light. And with that being said, these people sometimes get upset with the messenger. And sometimes, because you're not the person they want to hear anything from, you're not God, you know, you're not perfect yourself, or I never liked you, or whatever reason, you know, how dare you try to tell me something. Well, usually it's rooted in pride and how dare you try to tell me something, but these people are not receptive to your word. You're you bringing God's word to them secondhand. Not to say that they'll be receptive to anyone, but you're definitely not their chosen you know, one to give them a message. How dare you? And so with that being said, they don't receive the word from you. And with that, you're, you're you're kind of confused. You're like, well, is there something wrong with me telling them the word? God, I mean, I know I heard from you. I know, you know, this is what this person's been going through and their problems, but they won't receive this word. You have to leave it there. You have to let it go. You have to plant that seed. You have to walk away. God will water it. Someone will put some sunshine on it. It will come to pass. Because God's word is never returned to him void. So if they are indeed in need of uh, all this extra care, then they're going to have to come to grips with the fact that, you know, you know, they need to recognize the support systems around them. You know, they can't just go out here and just assume somebody's, um, you know, life and, and decide, hey, you know, I need you for this. I need you for that. People are going to start walking away, especially when you're not treating them fairly and properly. You're going to lose people and you can blame no one but yourself. Guys, you know me, I try to keep it to a minimum of about 15 minutes if possible. And I like to cover bases, do a little recap and summarize what we talked about. But today we were talking about basically somebody not appreciating 
the gifts that God gives them. In other words, sometimes the gift is just a person sending your life to give you encouragement to say, well, why don't you try this or why don't you do that? And, you know, it sounds like they're being bossy and maybe they should try a better approach. But sometimes someone's there to say, I believe in you. I believe you can do it. I believe you can open your own salon. I believe you can. um, I believe you should try to get married because this man is really good to you. And I know you've been hurt before and you have a little fear in your heart. But pray about it and ask God what he thinks. I'm not saying take my word for it. I'm saying I'm going to plant the seed. You take it from there to God and ask him, is this something, a message from you, God? You know, don't trust when somebody says, God gave me this message for you. I'm saying that's okay for them to say it. But you still go and you ask God, is this message from you, God? Because I don't know. I hadn't heard from you. And the other thing is, you know, like I said, the Holy Spirit led Christ into the wilderness to be tempted. So sometimes there's a season that you must go through something where you will be deceived. But again, if you're walking hand in hand with God, there's no weapon formed against you that will prosper. And you don't even fear the walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You fear no evil. For God is with you. So, again, we're just going to recap that. You know, if somebody's in your life that's showing interest and concern and genuine, it doesn't mean you got to believe in everything they're saying. But take it to God and ask, is this person real, God? Is this a message from you? Should I be entertaining these thoughts or should I be ignoring these thoughts? This is why we have to have an open communication with God. And while we're on this note, I just want to say the Lord's Prayer is not a thing. Yes, there is a prayer in the Bible that says, Our Father who art in heaven. And God gave us that as an example. That's just like plagiarizing and copying and pasting. God wants you to have your own prayer, but he wants you to follow a specific official format. But don't do that. Don't tell him that same prayer every day. Grow in Christ. Grow in the word. Grow in your spirit. Grow as a person. And talk to him just like you talk to your homies, but with more respect. Talk to him about your problems. You know, show him, you know, that you've seen the signs he sent. You've heard the messages. Show him you're trying. This walk is difficult. I'm walking in sin because I'm surrounded. But I'm trying to see the light. Okay, guys, you know, it's about 11 minutes in, and I think we've covered our bases. I just want to tell you, be safe out there. Pray. Ask God what your next move is. Sometimes you got to move in complete silence, even with your family. Sometimes you have to let go, even with your family. Once you've spread a seed and planted that seed, to multiple people and nobody's listening, let God handle it from there. Let him water it and send the sunshine and somebody else will bring it to harvest and, and, you know, it's going to come to pass. I just want to thank you for listening. As usual, this was great tea time with you guys and that's our time. Until next time.